What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life. And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Nikki, and I'm excited you guys are here and gals. Thank you for taking more of your precious time to come hang out with me. It's so much fun. Even though I'm talking into my microphone, not computer. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know all about my new podcast, Mike. I'm super excited. It's been a fun half hour testing it. (laughs) And now we're ready to rock and roll. Um, Little disclaimer, I'm coming down from a pretty terrible cough. So there's a bit of a hoarseness in my voice. Uh, You may notice, maybe you don't. Either way, just want to put that out there. Yeah, so for today's episode, I'm pretty excited. This episode came really organically um, after I had an experience and I called to tell my sister about the experience and she said, wow, I just learned so much from you sharing that. And I said, oh, really? Should I make a podcast episode? She's like, yeah, you should. (laughs) So shout out to Mandy for this episode. Um, So what we're going to go over today is turnaround time. That's a term I just kind of coined while I was telling my sister the story. Um, And so I'm going to tell you guys the story of what my experience was. And ironically, as some of you might think, why I'm grateful for this experience now. So um, yeah, let's just dive right in. I think I'm going to start by telling you guys what happened to me the other day. It actually ended up leading to this microphone, so another blessing. But I woke up one morning and had a weird message from Apple, and it looked like my podcast wasn't up. And so I had a few people check. They said they couldn't see the podcast, and so I said, okay, I'm just going to take care of that today. So I Googled something like um, Apple podcast phone support or something like that, and a link came up to an Apple website and it had a phone number, which I called. And I proceeded to spend the next four hours on the phone with these people um, trying to get my podcast back online. And I also proceeded to go to Walgreens and buy gift cards for iTunes because... That's what the iTunes representative I thought I was talking to was telling me to do. Now, I already hear some of you saying, oh my God, Nikki, you are 
what? <laughs> you did the gift card thing? <laughs> and yes, I did do the gift card thing. Um, you know, one of my greatest blessings and my curse, and at the same time, one of my greatest curses is my very trusting heart. And um, it's um, my default is to trust, unless given reason not to, I guess. So, yeah, I thought I was just going through the necessary motions. Basically, they said I had uh, hackers on my account, and they pinpointed some locations that made me believe it even more because the locations were, some of them were significant to me. So it's just interesting. Um, but anyway, they said there were hackers and I needed to buy a gift card because the gift card code would lock the hacker out. And so basically there ended up being five hackers throughout these four hours. And I bought five $100 gift cards and read the codes off to these people who were not Apple. Um, and in the end, you know, they just, they just took the $500 obviously um it was really interesting because man I mean I spent four hours on the phone with this guy like there's an intimacy there you know I mean how many people do you spend four hours on the phone with by the end of it I felt you know in a weird way not not I'm not even gonna call it weird I just felt intimately connected to this person and I was going through because I was very stressed out, especially once I started buying gift cards. I think it was my body telling me, no, this is not right, but um, I didn't listen. Uh, I was crying and I even had a panic attack at one point and this guy on the phone was just there for me and, oh, it's going to be okay. We're going to get this taken care of in just a few minutes. Don't cry. It's all going to be over soon. And just saying all of those comforting words that had me relax and trust him. So it's interesting. I was telling my sister, these must be psychology majors. <laughs> they know exactly how to earn my trust, at least. Um, I guess it's not that hard. <laughs> but yeah, so in the end, they almost, they were in the midst of trying to get me to go buy more gift cards, trying to get me basically to spend $1,000. And luckily... I was cleaning that day and I got to my cousin's house. I cleaned their house and my cousin <laughs> heard me on the phone and said, hang up the fucking phone. <laughs> He's like, you are getting scammed as fuck right now. Like, don't go buy any gift cards. And I'm like, it's, it's, I kind of was like, damn it. But at the same time, I knew, like, I feel like a part of me knew, but I was already invested. Right. So it was kind of like, I'm already $500 out. Do I risk losing another 500? But I might get my 500 back because that was the deal. Um, basically, they said my bank account had a refund limit of 1,000. And so they tried to refund the 500 and it wouldn't go through. And so they're like, if you buy five more gift cards, then we'll just refund you the 1,000 because that's your bank limit, which didn't make sense to me. So this is when I started to know something was up. Um, but at this point, again, I was out $500. So my cousin, you know, stopped the charade. <laughs> and so that was that. And this happened about 2 o'clock, we'll say, in the afternoon that I realized, damn, I just got scammed. Before this, I had thought, damn, this is really annoying. I'm really stressed out. But I'm talking to Apple, and I'm going to get my money back once they initiate the refund. Now I'm like, damn, $500 gone. And I have all these emotions because I feel, you know, a bit silly. And on top of that, I feel 
just like used and taken advantage of, which doesn't feel good in my body. And um, so, yeah, this is around two o'clock. Now, this is where turnaround time comes in. Because, and so I'll define turnaround time for you. What I call turnaround time is basically the time it takes in between when something shitty happens around me to the time when I begin reflecting, when I go a little more introspective, when I start to become grateful for the tragedy or the pain, um, that time. So um, turnaround time is the space between when that shitty thing happens around me and how much time until I start to become introspective and try and find the lessons and, um, you know, feel okay about the situation and not still feel like regret and angst in my chest. It's for me, it's like when I can feel full body clearing of like, okay, I'm over this. Like I don't have any more resentment or anger around it. It's okay. So this experience was very interesting because I was I was feeling terrible when I found out. Again, like I just said, I had all those emotions. Plus, I was out $500. Doesn't feel great. And I just spent my whole morning on the phone. And I still didn't have my podcast back up. I was like, God damn it. My podcast is still offline. So I've never done this before. But this just organically happened. I could feel myself going into a rut. Do you guys know what I mean? When something crappy happens and you kind of go into a rut about it because you can't stop thinking about it and and it could be big so you know it might be something really big but it could be something really small too right um I've been thinking about like mini kind of like fender benders I've been in in my in the past how the day that fender bender happened and even the week after and maybe even the month ooh, it was like I was still angry about it or regretful or resentful and um yeah, that I could just kind of be in a rut about it for a long time. And so I made some rules for myself this day because I could feel myself going into a rut. So I said, all right. I had I was still in the middle of my work day. I was cleaning that day. Um, and I just said, I need to be okay today. I have things to do. I, I'm not going to go into a rut about this. I don't want to go into a rut about this. So here's the rules I'm going to set for myself. So rule number one I set for myself. And that rule is notice my thoughts because I control my thoughts and my thoughts control my mood. So in essence, I can control my mood by taking charge of my thoughts. I'm imagining some of you out there saying, well, Nikki, I can't control my thoughts. My thoughts just come and like their thoughts and I can't stop them or, you know, control them. And I resonate with you because that is a story I have told myself my entire life. And I've lived through periods. The most rememberable is after my mom died and I had my grieving period and then I had my rut. And I still grieve my mom, but for almost two years after her death, I, uh, this littlest trigger, a certain song, a certain name, someone touching me a certain way, 
seeing a random person walking around with their mom. Um, these were triggers that could trigger me into a rut for the rest of the day. And it was completely debilitating. And I mean, it just took over my life. And I don't regret those times. I learned a lot. But what I know now is I can control my thoughts, actually. And I can choose, okay, now is a time I want to sit and thinking about the experience and maybe feel bad even. Maybe I want to cry about it right now. I can choose that. And then I can choose times where I say, I'm going to choose not to go there. I am going to choose not to go there. So basically, every time I noticed my mind going to all the what ifs, right? Well, what if I would have realized they were scammers after the first gift card and only been scammed out of 100 Jeez, Nikki, what's wrong with you? $500? You know, can you just imagine that thought in your own context? Um, so what I did is the minute, the second I noticed those kinds of thoughts, the shoulds, the what ifs, replaying the memory, getting upset, getting aggravated, um, I I stopped myself. I literally said, nope, 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 nope. You're not allowed, nope, not allowed to go there. And I just said a bunch of words to get my mind off that train of thought. And then I redirected my mind. Typically, I would redirect it just to the present moment. Okay, whoa, what am I doing right now? Oh, wow, I'm sweeping this kitchen. It's such a beautiful day out. The sun's beaming in and just try and notice things I'm grateful for or, you know, turn on a podcast or something. Turn my attention away from that thought because I know myself enough to know that when I replay painful events over and over and think about all the ways I could have done it differently and how I fucked up and I should have done this and I could have done that. That doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel shitty. Like it, it makes me feel low vibration and down on myself and just not in a good place. So I decided this day I'm, I'm not going to go there. And I literally just stopped myself when I heard my mind going there. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, Nikki, can't go there. Mm -mm. What else you want to think about, girl? <laughs> just have a little conversation with yourself, you know? Uh, yeah, so that was rule number one. Remember, you control your thoughts and your thoughts control your mood. So it's pretty powerful when you, it was, I'll speak for myself. It was pretty powerful when I realized this. Um, it's, it has changed my life drastically. So my second rule for the day was that I wanted to focus on putting things in perspective. So I love this tool. I think it's really helpful when I feel angry or regretful about something, even resentful, um, to, put to put the event in perspective. So that's pretty easy for me because I've been through some really, really, really dark stuff. So when I, it's, you know, when everyday things happen to me and I choose to put it into perspective and really feel that, it can be really powerful for me and it can um, be kind of a, a game changer for how I'm feeling. So an example of this, what I would find myself thinking, God, this is, this is the worst, you know, da, 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 da. I can't believe this happened. And then I'd say, let's just put that in perspective for a second. And so I would think about something like, my mom passing away and not in a way where it's like oh yeah that happened to me too but thinking about okay 
how many $500 gift card scams would I go through to have her back in my life, right? Or how many times, how much more, like, would I rather go through a $500 gift card scam or lose use of my legs, you know, like there's just ways to like, wow, when I think about that, like this is not a big deal. I have legs. <laughs> I have fucking legs. Like, God bless that. And, you know, this was an experience and it didn't feel good. And everything's not going to feel good. And everything's that everything that is good for you doesn't feel good. Right. So you can have an experience that's fucking good for you and your growth. And maybe it doesn't feel good. And that's okay. So, yeah, just putting things in perspective. That was my second rule. So that was kind of another skill trick I used throughout the day when I would notice my mind wandering somewhere that wasn't working for me. And then the third rule I had set for myself that day was to monitor my self-talk. Because as I shared, my sort of instinctual reaction was, God, you're so dumb, Nikki. Like, you know, that negative self-talk and think, oh my God, how did I fall for this? And gosh, you're way too trusting and you're, you're gullible and you're so stupid. You know, all those thoughts come creeping in. And so I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and it, it, I don't know, it's just amazing to me. Do this as a test if you feel called to sometime, but just sit in a room quietly, put your hand on your heart, get in touch with, you know, your heart, your body, and just start saying really mean things to yourself and do, you know, say three or four mean things and just notice literally what your, what happens to your body, to your heart. How's your chest feel? Do you have a pit in your stomach? Do your shoulders slouch? Like what happens to your body and your heart without you even, you know, subconsciously? Um, I've done this and it's it's fascinating. I It really showed me how much negative self-talk really does affect me. And so this day when I heard all of those mean things start coming out of my mind into myself, I said, I got to do something about this. And so my rule became um, the minute I hear negative self-talk, I change the channel and I change the channel to positive self-talk because I don't just want to stop it. I want to literally do the opposite thing to like retrain my psyche. Like when I think about negative self-talk, actually that's when I need reassurance and maybe some, you know, buffering from someone I love like myself. (laughs) So when I hear negative self-talk coming into my mind, I say, nope, change the channel. Nikki, you are so trusting and your heart is so big and that's so beautiful about you, right? So um, this was really powerful. I've never done this before. Like I said, I've never made these rules and really stuck to them for this was basically the duration of an afternoon, but I did this and I was, it's basically what I was focusing on while I was cleaning. I didn't have any music on or a podcast. I just um, was noticing my thoughts and being very aware and changing the channel when I needed to and um, just, yeah, taking control and making a choice. 
And so going, controlling my thoughts in this way really helped me to remain more open than I think I would have otherwise been throughout the day. And um, yeah, I just felt open and lighter, less angry and weighed down. Um, And so I left my cleaning gig around five or six, I want to say like six o'clock. This is when I called my sister because I was actually, and I I didn't even notice this until I was talking to her, but I, I called her to tell her about the event. And as I was talking to her about it, my tone and even my wording about it was surprising me because it wasn't, oh, these motherfuckers scam me and like da-da-da-da-da. It was, <laughs> dude, and then this happened. like, And like, I can't even believe it. You'll never believe this. And it was just light and kind of funny. And um, I was like, wait, what? Like, And so as I'm talking to her, I'm like, wow, it's kind of amazing because I feel really good about this and um this is when I realized kind of the turnaround time so I sort of did the test on my heart and realized it was a clean channel and the more I was sharing with her I was like I'm actually like grateful for this experience because wow like I'm learning so much about how I can control my thoughts and how that controls my mood and like I don't know it's it's just so interesting because you know five hundred dollars to my old mindset was a huge fucking deal. And I I could never get over that. Like that would have rocked me for years. <laughs> and now like it ain't even, it's literally no thing. I just like, I sincerely hope that the man who scammed me was, is a kind and desperate man trying to feed his family and support his loved ones. And I hope my $500 helps pay his wage so he can bring home vegetables and delicious food for his family. That's truly how I feel. And, you know, thinking on the experience, um, it just feels like a blessing because I got to learn and I mean, your girl is a growth and development junkie. You all know this. <laughs> if you're on episode four, you know this. So um, any experience where I get to grow is like, fuck yeah. Once I, once I get out of my triggered, you know, emotional state. So I'm not, I'm not Buddha. I don't, <laughs> I wasn't just thanking the guy on the phone after he scammed me, but it really only took me about four, three to four hours. It was like two to five thirty-six ish. Um, I wish I was paying more attention, but it was about a three to four hour turnaround time. That's the best turnaround time I've ever had for an experience of this magnitude. Uh, so it felt really exciting for me, um, as just as a personal thing. And uh, when I shared this with my sister, she said, "That is yes, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I want to shorten my turnaround time." And so I thought, oh my gosh, what if I share this with people? Maybe it could help them. And, um, you know, maybe there's even a future mini course on this, how to shorten your turnaround time, Um, a more deep dive. But for today, I wanted to share that story, um, let you guys know about turnaround time. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear your stories if you guys have anything to share about this. Um, Maybe an experience where... 
you got really affected um, and had a cool turnaround time or even if you just want to reach out and say, yeah, that's something I struggle with too because don't get me wrong, this is something I struggle with. (laughs) I'm not anywhere above any of y'all. I had a good experience, so I'm growing and I'm getting better and that, that feels really good to me. All right. Um, thank you so much for being here, friends. I want to leave you with an action step for this week. So your call to action is to first, it's going to be a two-parter. First, identify your turnaround time. Just kind of get familiar with that. Um, take yourself to past experiences. Just sit with it and get kind of familiar with you and what your turnaround time looks like and what you would like your turnaround time to look like. And then the second part of this call to action is for you to journal or write down somewhere one thing you could do in that time of kind of panic or frustration or anger or sadness after you know, shit hits the fan, Um, write down one, I'll I'll call it a rule, kind of like I had in my story. So write down one rule you could give to yourself in those times. Just kind of think about you and how you get when you're, when something happened, right? Like something shitty happened and you're feeling frustrated. How do you get and what, what could be a helpful rule for you to help kind of change your mindset in those times? Okay, and feel free to share with me the rule you write. I love hearing from you guys. So a lot of you have been reaching out and thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been sending me messages and just saying, I've been listening and I love it. And that's so helpful to hear. It just um, gives me more drive to keep going just to know that people are out there actually uh, receiving these messages and and, um, benefiting from them. So uh, reach out to me if you want to. And as always, I fucking love you guys. And I'm so excited about this podcast and I can't wait to be back for the next episode. So I'll see you then, my friend. All right, sister friend, oh brother friend. If you loved this episode, please let me know. Uh, You can do so by leaving a rating or review right on the podcast app you're listening from. You can also let me know by screenshotting this on your phone and throwing it on your Insta story. Tag me in it. Let me know you're listening. Tag any friends who you think might dig this episode. That's always super helpful. Um, And if you want to keep the conversation going about what we talked about today, just shoot me a direct message. Um, I love to talk with you guys, hear your experiences, maybe even lend some support. So reach out to me there. Um, Another place you can connect with me is my badass Facebook tribe. So join my Facebook tribe. It's called Relationships 101. It's where I do a lot of my live videos and just tons of juicy content. Um, It's a classroom and a community. So while I do throw lots of juicy content out there, it's also open for you all to post and share your experiences and maybe reach out if you're struggling. Um, You'll have an epic community of your peers and other relationship nerds, as well as a handful of relationship coaches will be in there to offer support. So um, go on and join that. Uh, You can get that link from me personally or just look up Relationships 101 
group on Facebook. And finally, my website, relationshipbadass.com. You can book a free 30-minute discovery call with me if you're interested to learn more about Relationship Badass or relationship coaching. Um, You can also just check out all my free juicy videos and blog posts. I got a free guide on there you can get. So go check it out. Have fun. Thank you so much for being here. I seriously love each of you so fucking much. And it's such a joy for me to come here and talk to y'all and just talk about what I love, which is human beings and how we relate and brain psychology and all the good stuff. So I'll catch you next time. Thanks for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. Oh,